we do not recommend that someone just try to go it alone or and do this themselves. That's definitely not the purpose of Cinder. It's not to fire your accountant. It's to empower your accountant. Hello, and welcome to the Optimized Store Owner Show, a podcast that helps frustrated store owners become optimized store owners. We are your hosts, Aaron and Christian. We want to invite you to join us each week as we share tips, tactics, and strategies from the most inspiring entrepreneurs in the e-commerce industry. This podcast will help you add flexibility, stability, and happiness into your life. Ready? Let's go. Hey, y'all. Happy Monday or whatever day of the week you are listening to this episode. I'm super excited for this one because it's an episode that we have never done before. It's a, it's a topic that most people ignore, and I hope that you do not, which is the numbers in your business. We have Melissa from Cinder on the podcast, and she's going to break down a lot of really cool insights that are available to us now. So, these three things you are going to learn in this episode and more. Number one, why you should be using a software like Cinder alongside QuickBooks or even replacing QuickBooks to understand your numbers. Number two, how to use software to understand your real profit margin. So this is taking into account your fees on whether you're using Amazon or Facebook or other platforms to run ads or to make more money which one of these is actually profitable, right? Because Amazon has a fee, Etsy has a fee, eBay has a fee. Which one of these are actually profitable? And three, and probably the most important thing is how can you give all of this data to your accountant, your potential marketing customer or your marketing agency or person that you're working with, and how can they communicate together to make sure that it's moving your business forward? I know for me that trying to get an accountant and a business owner and then an agency to all be on the same page is like literally hurting cash. So it's very, very difficult. And this software should get everybody on the same page to see the same numbers, to talk the same language. So the super valuable episode, guys. I hope you enjoy this one. Hey, Melissa, thanks so much for joining us on the podcast. Really excited to have you here. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. All right. So this is a this is actually an episode that we have I don't think ever done something like this, a utility that business isn't really discussing too much. A lot of times we get like a strategies for e-commerce as far as like, you know, ads or whatever else, but a lot of people don't pay attention to the important parts, which is their number. So I want to do a kind of a brief, just overview. Why don't you tell us about what, what is the company um, that you, that you work for? And then let's dive a little bit deeper into why this is going to be really important for everybody who's listening. Okay. Yeah. Great. So I work for Cinder and um, I'm the head of content here and Cinder is um, complete automation uh, software for your accounting and analytics. So we have um, a few different ways that we help people. The first is we offer, it's called Cinder Sync and this takes all of your transactions from every sales platform, every payment processor and consolidates them all into your books. So whether you use QuickBooks, Xero, or we actually have um, our own Cinder Books accounting solution, um, you will have in real time, it, it updates, you know, it's usually about 20 minutes from when the transaction takes place, it will automatically pull all that data, including fees and shipping and all of those, um, you know, taxes, everything into your books. We also have Cinder Insights, which is our um, tool for we call it our one source of truth to get all of your business KPIs, metrics, analytics in one place. So it takes all of that data from all of your um, different platforms and creates, um, we have a dashboard that gives you reports on 
you know, like your lifetime value of your customer, best-selling products, um, new to returning customer ratio. So all of these, what we think are really exciting things you can learn from looking at your numbers. Okay. So, okay. That's way more than I even thought. So I was like looking at the website and it, the website doesn't even do justice to what you were, what you were talking about there. So just to clarify, you guys have a solution that's kind of like a QuickBooks or Zero, and then you also integrate with those as well. What's different about your guys' solution versus like a QuickBooks or Zero if somebody was interested in that? Yeah, so QuickBooks and Zero are going to be, um, you know, those were created originally for accountants, so they're going to have tons and tons of features that you may or may not ever use. Um, so Cinderbooks is really geared uh, towards e-commerce businesses, and it's just those features that you need. So it's you know, easy to understand, easy to work with. Um, but because we do also pair with QuickBooks and Zero, if you already have one of those systems set up, then Cinder can integrate seamlessly with with either of those. Okay. And then, yeah, guys, if, I know this is a podcast and then eventually maybe this is a video or something later, but like on the on the actual website, it's a really good visual of what all the data can look at. So when you guys, whenever the company was founded, was it just like you guys thought that there was some kind of gap with, like the data from QuickBooks to e-commerce and that's why the company came about or what's the, um, the biggest reason that e-commerce brands are like switching over to you guys or like using your company right now? Yeah. So what, um, the founders of Cinder found was that, you know, they had um, e-commerce backgrounds and it's just really difficult to get all of that data and consolidate it. So, you know, especially if you're selling on say Shopify, Amazon, Etsy, you have all these stores and maybe you take, uh, PayPal, you have Stripe, maybe you're using Afterpay. There's just a lot to manage. And, and most of that stuff right now, like if you were to upload transactions, you know, sometimes you can download, say, a spreadsheet from Excel and upload it into QuickBooks, but that's not in real time. So you could be lagging several days behind, or, you know, it's easy to miss things if you're manually entering data on your own. So Cinder was created to kind of take that headache away and, you know, make sure, number one, that all the transactions were entered really in real time as they're happening so that your books are always up to date. And then also to avoid those, you know, just natural human errors that will come if you're trying to, you know, it's so easy to transpose a number, especially if you're typing 100, 200 transactions into your QuickBooks. So, yeah. Yes, I've done that several times. This is why I have accountants, but also, so do you guys know, I guess that's a good question for myself too, is like, do accountants typically work off of this platform as well, or do they just use with inside of QuickBooks or what's the, do you guys have relationships with other accountants or anything like that, or people you suggest for this? Yeah, we actually do have um, a pretty wide network of accountants that use Cinder. So a lot of times they will be using QuickBooks online with their customers and then using Cinder to sync transactions. So um, we do offer, we also have a network of accountants. So if an e-commerce business does not have an accountant or bookkeeper, we do have a database of those that are using Cinder um, that we can recommend. And we always recommend that every e-commerce business, you know, from the start does work with an accountant or bookkeeper. We're not replacing that uh, piece. We're just helping to streamline things and make it easier for both the accountant and the business owner. Okay. Do you, is there like a certain revenue number that people should be at before they use Cinder or is it like, cause it kind of grow with you or do you need to like, you know, you mentioned like Shopify and Amazon, do they need to have like multi-platform to make that make sense or a certain level of revenue? Yeah. So, um, you don't have to have multiple platforms, although we do find that most of our customers do. Um, and Cinder is the kind of 
software that will grow with you. So it's based on uh, the number of transactions that you're doing every month, our pricing. So it starts at like $14 a month and goes up to, you know, $350 something dollars, depending on how many transactions you're doing. Our main kind of customer base is uh, people who do have at least two platforms that they're selling. Usually it's like Shopify and Amazon or Shopify and eBay. And they're usually in that two to five million revenue space. However, we do have people, you know, that are beyond that and, and below that as well. But that's kind of like the, the main, I would say, sweet spot of our client base. Okay. I want to throw a, like a scenario for you. So I'm a, let's just say I'm a, yeah, an e-commerce store owner. I'm on Shopify. That's my only platform, at least at this point. So a little bit easier, but I'm doing like $4 million per year. What would you say is like a, um, a major benefit or like, how would I use like this software to, to grow my business? What kind of insights or tools can it, help me with to, to grow the business yeah so if you're using shopify um in cinder if you use cinder insights on our dashboard you'll have access to look at you know your lifetime customer value the number of days in between orders typically per customer um, we also have like a new to returning customer report that shows you you know over time like what those percentages are you can also um, get for in the instance of Shopify customer data, um, you know, as far as if you're doing emails and you want to see like who was your top, you know, purchasing customers or uh, find out what's purchased together. So, you know, maybe you have two items that are constantly being purchased together and you might want to bundle those in some way for a special or email then you'll be able to find that out. Um, also information about refunds. Maybe you have a product that's constantly getting requested for refunds. So now you know, like there's something maybe to look at there. So um, I would say, and and it will also just do, um, in addition to the insights, you'll have access to, you know, what fees are coming out for your payment processor, what, you know, any Shopify fees um, and kind of gauge that over time. And um, definitely it's helpful if you only have Shopify because typically, you know, you might be doing Shopify payments, but maybe you're also taking PayPal or some other. So technically then that would be multiple platforms connected. Yeah. That was going to be my question is like, if I'm getting, if I'm working with a manufacturer, I want to know like, okay, can I line item out all of this, all of the costs from this manufacturer to compare it to a different one to basically kind of compare price over, you know, a 12 month span basically. Um, that's okay. Very powerful with that. And then lifetime value. I'm just curious, do you know how that lifetime value number is calculated? Like they just assign it to like an email address or a phone number or something or some kind of identifier and then just it pulls out the data that way or what does that look like? Yeah, it's based on the customer identifier. So like in the case of like Amazon, you know, they don't allow you to have your customer email address or name. So you're just going to have like a unique identifier for them. So it would be based on that. But in, in the case of like Shopify, usually you can get you know, a little bit more data about the customer. Okay. Is there a way by chance, cause this would be a really cool gap if there, if it could be is like the identifier doesn't really say who they are with Amazon. You just know that that person purchased, but is there any way to match that up with somebody from Shopify? Like maybe, I don't know, at least for myself, I go to Amazon sometimes to buy and then other times like, Oh yeah, I forgot. I want to buy from the actual company. Is there a way to get the total purchase value from that one customer if they go on multiple places? You know, as in the case of Amazon, I'm, I'm not 100% sure, but I would say probably not because they're very particular about how they share data. So I would think that they would not allow for that to be, you know, crossing over in the case of other customers. Like if you say have someone who purchases on Shopify and maybe they start out by making a purchase in your Etsy store, 
and the names and email addresses are lining up, then yes, that, that would be um, trackable. Okay, cool. So yeah, that's what I was going to ask next is like, yeah, Amazon's kind of the, the outlier there. They want all the data, but yeah, I was curious on like the, cause there are a lot of people um, who I know listen to the podcast who are yeah, e-commerce store owners. They're almost predominantly Shopify, but then there are a good, good chunk of people who are on either Etsy or eBay that are doing things. Um, eBay is one I do not know as much about, but they, I, I don't, I'm assuming that they give you email addresses or at least some kind of identifiers for that too. Uh, for eBay, I'm not, I'm not sure actually, but, um, I believe that there is a little bit more data available, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure how eBay works exactly. Okay. Uh, yeah, definitely interesting to, to understand that. Uh, okay. So as, as a whole, right, it makes sense to, to understand your business, understand, understand the lifetime value of number, um, of your customer. What do you think people are missing out on why, by not having this data? Uh, for a new business or like even a successful company that has, you know, tens of millions of dollars, but they haven't, they just using the traditional QuickBooks. What are they missing out on? Or like, um, yeah, what is the, where do you think the gap is for them to, to use something like this or why, maybe why they haven't done it before? Yeah, I think, um, well, why they haven't done it before is probably because it's usually pretty difficult to pull all this data together and then, you know, run the formulations you would need to in order to you know, get to these different figures. Um, and then especially when you're dealing with multiple platforms, it just becomes even more work. But I think um, for those, you know, who who aren't doing it and, you know, whether they are, you know, one platform or multiple, the key thing they're missing out on is just being able to really track their business from a number standpoint. I think a lot of times, um, you know, I came from um, an e-commerce background and, and a lot of times, you know, I would make decisions on you know what products to sell more of or what you know obviously you you know if something's selling or not because you're running out of inventory but you might not really see those things like oh people are buying product a with product c all the time and i thought they were buying it with product b and now you know like kind of how to market a little bit better so it just gives you more insight into like how people are purchasing you know if there's like perhaps you know you have a product that people are purchasing on average, you think every 30 days, but it's actually more like every 18 or 19 days, you could be missing out on reminders, you know, to let them know like, hey, you know, it's time to maybe repurchase and maybe you're hitting them a little bit late. And so they go somewhere else because they're not thinking of your brand when they're looking for whatever it is that you sell. So kind of those types of things. Um, and then it's always good to, you know, get a clear picture of your fees, especially if you are working with multiple platforms to know like, okay, when I sell this product on Amazon, here's my profit. But when I'm selling it on Shopify, here's my profit. So you can kind of figure out where you want to put your efforts. And you know, like a lot of times, the fees are going to vary pretty, pretty extensively depending on the platform. And so just being able to track that is is helpful. Hey, so owners, are you ready to grow and scale your online business predictably and profitably? We've created a free 15 minute training that will walk you through the five key areas every online store needs to achieve financial success. You can grab the free training by going to optimizestoreowner.com forward slash ecom dash training or clicking the link below in the podcast description. Again, that is optimizedstoreowner.com forward slash ecom dash training. Okay, that's actually very interesting. So the, the software will tell me like, I, I guess I'm trying to visualize it. it will say the channel and then it will tell me like how much I've spent in this channel or the fees with it. And it will tell me like if I sell product a for $28 on this platform, it's going to tell it's I'm going to make 
twenty percent profit. If I sell it here, it will make me forty percent profit. It like breaks it down like that. Yeah, so it'll show you. It'll break it down by like the amount of fees. So you can, when you go into the reports, you can select just per platform. You can look at just one item. So you have um, some ways you can break it down. But yeah, it'll give you like the dollar amount of like this is how much you know you're you're getting for this product on Shopify, and this is for um, per se Amazon or Etsy. Okay. And then is there a way, cause you, um, I don't know what, I don't want to use the word interchangeably fees, but like, so the biggest part about like what people listen to this podcast too about is like the advertising site. Would it be able to grab like the receipts from Facebook and then be able to attribute that to like, this is the fee from Facebook. This is the fee from, you know, Amazon ads. And we could figure out like the total like gross and net profit for each like channel. Uh, we don't have that functionality at the moment with the advertising. So we've just rolled out insights. It's actually um, just now launching. And so right now um, it is just for those payment platforms and um, selling platforms. But that is definitely something that we're considering in the in the future. Okay, good. Because, yeah, I have to do that. That is probably one of the biggest ones that's like manual right now is like, okay, where is where are we actually profitable? The The thing that you guys offer right now, which is you know, which fees are the biggest, uh, from each place also helps with the profit. So you can take a lot of headache out of that, but then adding the ad side of things to it will, I think that just takes you to a, another level. That's that basically mean I could just walk in and just say like, okay, this is very easy. This is the decision. Not that it isn't already with what you have, but like now it's like extremely easy to just not waste hours of time trying to figure something out. Yeah, definitely. Another um, use case that we see a a lot too is for people who are selling, you know, to different markets. So like multi-currency, we, um, Cinder will handle all of that for you. So you don't have to be working out the conversions on your own for multi-currency transactions. Okay. Yeah. There are quite a few people who are in Canada trying to do U.S. market or in Europe trying to do U.S. market or vice versa. So, and it does, is that across all currencies uh, or any that are kind of excluded or anything with that? Okay, cool. Um. I just had, a, I, I guess, another thought with the uh, with the tracking of that profit. Does that, can that be shared with other people? Like, can you give, like, I know your accountant probably can get access, but, like, is there, like, collaborator access for, like, you know, different admins or people on your team where they can have, like, maybe not access to, like, all revenue, but they could see those numbers, like what you're talking about, to be able to make better business decisions? Yeah, so um, there's a couple ways that can be done. So you can always, um, you know, create the reports and then download those and share them. Or yes, you can invite people to your account so that they can then log in. And um, the nice thing about Cinder is so if you give somebody access to your account in Cinder, they don't have access to anything else other than the data that's being pulled to Cinder. So obviously, in the case of your accountant, you want to give them access to your QuickBooks or Zero as well, but um, you would have to do that through QuickBooks in order to give them that access. This way, so yes, if you have someone on the marketing team or somebody that you want to help analyze numbers, you know they're not going to be able to go into your Shopify account and you know mess around with anything in there. It will literally just be the dashboard and the numbers that are pulled in that they can then access and use and create their own reports um, in their own account based on those numbers. But yeah, they won't have like sensitive data um, or access to it. Awesome. Um, whenever we're talking about like, I guess the pricing here, what is, um, how does the pricing work as far as like, if I wanted to use Cinder for everything, what, what kind of price point are we talking about? I know this, this may 
I'll just tell everybody, check out the website, but I just want to talk in general. Like I have the, the $4 million year Shopify store and I want that insights because I think that's an extremely powerful thing. What tier do I need to be at to be able to get that really good insights? So insights is rolling out as a, it's a separate add-on feature that you, so you can have it along with our Cinder Sync um, or separately. And as far as, um, so Cinder Sync is from like 14 to $355 a month, depending on the number of transactions that you're doing. So it will look at, you know, the number of platforms and transactions, um, total transactions, and that's how you would choose a tier there. Um, as far as Cinder Insights go, we are just launching this now. So it's basically going to be, um, you know, available as of this week, I believe, and it'll be $79 to start. Um, and then, you know, as we grow, we are um, considering additional types of plans that we'll offer, but that is just kind of a one plan that we're offering. So no matter whether you, you know, have 500 transactions a month or a thousand, like that would be the, the price for now for the insights feature. Okay, cool. So then, yeah, the timing of this podcast is uh, very nice then. <laughs> um, that that is very cool and then like you said there are there any things that you can kind of tell us about the insights i know that's very new that like the um you guys are going to be coming or rolling out with it in addition to all the cool numbers um, and visuals that we're being seen with that like where do you guys plan to take the insights section of this um so this is definitely something that we're continuing to develop we're going to add more reports a lot of like for instance you know, the integrations that we have right now with Cinder, uh, many of those came from requests from customers. And so, you know, we've got like all the major ones, but then we have like these, you know, maybe smaller e-com um, platforms that people were requesting. So the same will be for insights. We love feedback from our customers. So if there's a report that somebody, you know, that's testing it out needs and they let us know, like we're very open to, to that kind of feedback. We do have um, in our first launch here, we've got like a cost of goods sold um, report Ooh, nice. that's, you know, pulling from, you know, the data that that we're able to get. That is a feature that we're going to be working on even further. Um, there are other reports that we're planning. Um, you know, we are possibly considering that marketing piece. Um, and so, yeah, we're, we're really excited about it. We're looking for feedback from our customers. And that's kind of how we, we add to our roadmap. Very cool. And then you also, I was looking on this too. So not only for the people who are listening who are e-commerce uh, store owners, you also have uh, like, this would be great for somebody who's actually an accountant to, they can like, I'm just thinking if I, if I love my accountant, would they, is there like some kind of certification or like process that I can like get them up to speed with Cinder so that they can stay my accountant and I don't have to move over to somebody else so that they can learn too, or is, what would that look like? Yeah. So um, as far as that goes, like we are always, our, our support staff is always um, absolutely happy to help accountants get up to speed on Cinder. We have videos and trainings and we have um, demos where uh, one of our specialists will actually go through how to use Cinder and then open it up for questions. So you get that like, you know, feedback directly. Um, and then of course there's, you know, you can book calls depending on on the plan that you have. We have different ways that you can connect with support. But um, yes, a lot of accountants actually do, um, you know, utilize Cinder with their with their clients. We have bookkeeping firms that have accounts with us and they use it across, you know, multiple clients um, and even marketing agencies are starting to, to look at this as, you know, potential to um, because it's, 
you know, it's one thing to, you can look at your marketing and, and of course, you know, make suggestions to customers, but to really grow, it's kind of a mix of knowing that marketing piece and the financial piece. And so a lot of marketing agencies are starting to add that into their um, advisory services as well. So, um, but yes, we are, like I said, um, very pro accountant here. We do not recommend that someone just try to go it alone or and do this themselves. That's definitely not the purpose of Cinder. It's not to fire your accountant. It's to empower your accountant to give them better tools to, you know, manage um, your account best so they can save time on the manual side of just entering data and actually spend that time looking at numbers, helping to advise you, making suggestions for how you can save in different ways. You know, perhaps there's different things you can do with, you know, when you're prepping for taxes that they will have more time to look at because they're not typing, you know, 500 transactions. <laughs> yeah. And I was going to say the, the accountant's probably going to love you guys way more now to not have to do any of that stuff manually or the fact that it's all updated and you don't have to worry about waiting for just that April 15th deadline or whatever that date is in April that everybody dreads. So uh, that would be helpful. Cool. Well, I I really appreciate uh, this, and I'm going to check this out a little bit more. Like you said, it's actually very valuable for us to have this information to work alongside because I, I do, and our agency does work alongside our accountants and the business owner because the accountants are like, look, we can only spend this much to be able to be profitable, and we're like, we are profitable here. So it's like there's a constant back and forth. So if there's a software to connect the three of us, I think everybody's happier because we're all working towards that one goal. But like there's, I think this, you know, puts into perspective like one language where everybody can talk the same language versus like accountants. They talk their own thing. Nothing against accountants, but they talk their own language. I guess mark, I guess marketers do too, but either way, that, that sounds very powerful. Um, okay. So most important question, where is the best place pe for people to, to find out about Cinder to start a free trial? If you guys do something like that or to, you know, get a demo, what's the best way to, for them to connect with them? We'll connect with yeah, you. Yeah. So we do offer, um, a free trial. Um, there's no credit card required seven day free trial. And then you can also sign up for a demo on our website. So it's Cinder S Y N D E R.com. And uh, right from the homepage there, you can sign up for the trial or book a demo. Perfect. And I will link that in there. Is there anything else uh, link-wise uh, out there that you want me to make sure that this is in the episode that will be helpful for them? Um, we do have uh, our uh, landing page for the insights feature um, that I can send over that, to make sure that's in the show notes. But yeah, that would be, I mean, everything's accessible through the homepage as well. Perfect. Okay. I uh, will make sure to do that. Thank you so much, uh, Melissa. This was very helpful. And like I said, an, a world I do not know too much about, but it is going to be very, very, um, let's just say an effective conversation talking to our customers uh, about this and how they can and use the software. So I really appreciate you coming on. Thank you so much. It's great to talk to you today. That's a wrap. Before you go, screenshot this episode and tag us on Instagram oh, stories at BitBraining and let us know what you thought about this episode. And next, make sure to leave us an honest rating and review on Apple Podcasts. This helps us reach more people and continue to improve the podcast for you. All right, guys, have a great day and we'll talk to you next week.